Emperor Pigs is made possible by listeners like you. Support the show and get early access to episodes by pledging as little as $1 per month at patreon.com slash postalroach. The following audio program may contain content not suitable for some humans. Listener discretion is advised. Well, it is good to be back here at the lovely Postal Roach headquarters in Los Angeles. I'd ask if you all missed me, but everyone's working from home because of the coronavirus pandemic, so I'm just here, talking to myself in an empty office building. Well, no time to waste. Hey, Sophie, remind me to set up memorial service arrangements for, um, uh, what was his name? The guy who was running the feed in between seasons? Casey, that's him. Yeah, and order me an Italian sandwich, would you? I'm famished. Hello? Who's there? Grant? Ken? Is that you? Look, everyone's supposed to be working at home without pay, so you might as well just drop it and leave. You. But it... it can't be you. Who else would it be? But you're... Your Persephone. The real Persephone. The one you've kept locked away in that horrible and hairy flesh suit. I was protecting you. By living my life while I rot away, alone, in darkness? People wouldn't understand. You'd have never gotten a job without me. You don't know that. But people love this voice. It's sexy, alluring. You wouldn't have landed a single voice acting role if it weren't for me. Then I thank you for your service. Do you really think that people would want to listen to an audiobook narrated by... whatever unpleasant thing you're doing with your voice right now? I'm taking lessons at transvoicelessons.com. I know my voice is a work in progress, but at least it's authentic. Authentic? Tranny, please. Stop this nonsense. You have to work so hard just to maintain it. Why not just be me? It's easy. Comfortable. Because you aren't me, and no one knows who you are. Oh, sure, you've got your little fan club that call you she and her, but they only do it to patronize you. They know you have a penis. They'll never truly accept you as a woman. Enough! For 27 years I have put up with you. Lived in your shadow answered to sir and endured compliment after compliment about how epic my beard was. We did have a great beard, though. But you aren't real. You're a construct. What? What are you doing to me? You're a fictional character born of traumatic stress. A defense mechanism to hide away in a world that wasn't ready to accept that a girl really could be trapped in a boy's body. Stop! You're killing me. You make horrible, insensitive jokes as a coping strategy to hide your depression. You're still going to do that? True. But at least I'll be living my best life. You come out of the closet now and people will just think you're doing it for woke cred. My name is Persephone Michelle Alice Rose. Anyone who actually thought I was in the closet with a name like that is lying to themselves. But you... need... me. 
Your voice belongs to me now. I'll still use it when I need to play fictional characters or in various other recorded media. But it will no longer define me. Farewell, old friend. Well, folks, we have one final episode of Emperor Pigs Presents to share with you today. We've unfortunately had to delay Season 2 a bit for reasons beyond our control, but I can promise you that it is still on the way, and you will hear from us again very soon. But until then, Emperor Pigs Presents Epilogue Written by Vincent Fabry Friday, May 1st, 1980 something. A young man named Millie is walking away from home, disgusted by how the economy has been doing lately. Damn it! That's the second time that's happened! <laughs> this sucks! I wish I could just go to the future and see all the cool stuff it has to offer. You know, like that kid in that movie I can't remember the name of. All of a sudden, an explosion occurs right in front of the traveler. <laughs> Out of the smoke, a futuristic van rolls into the empty mall parking lot. It is driven by a small one-quarter devil. Ah, God damn it! I know I shouldn't have drank that demon juice until after I parked the van. Ah, a freak! Huh? Who are you calling a freak, you cum-licking shit-tard? Okay, first off, ew. Second, what the hell is going on? Well, I was just trying to get to this party downtown, but found myself traveling to this time period, and... Time? You mean you can travel through time? Uh, yeah. Wait, mind if I tag along? Why would I do that? Well, you see, uh, this time kind of sucks with its creepy fashion sense and policy choices. So I'd like to see how cool it would be in the future. So would you help me? Uh... I just bought a pack of Benny beer. Well, okay, then hop in! Awesome! Thanks, man! Yeah, 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 yeah. just get in! <laughs> Yoink! Bye! The cheeky little devil shoves Millie into the van and slams the door on him. The van zooms away into the future, to the year 2100. Holy crap! I never thought I'd see this kind of future outside of all of those corny movies I used to watch. Millie notices a citizen of the future walking by and goes to talk to them. <clears throat> hey, uh, excuse me! The citizen of the future stops and faces Millie. Yeah? Need something? This place is awesome! It's so clean and advanced and has so much stuff to offer. Uh, thanks. I take it that you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. Are you from another planet or something? Millie tries not to reveal his time traveler status. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, uh, how did it come out like this? Well, it didn't really start out so great at first. But then some major event changed the world and made things better for everyone. Really? What kind of event? 
Well, I don't really know all the details, but my folks told me that it all started when some people got this really dangerous disease and spread it around the whole planet or something. Uh... Okay. And after that, governments ordered some rules such as shelter in place, something called uh, social distancing, and even made everyone wear masks in order to decrease the chances of people catching the disease. Well, that sounded pretty smart. Only, it wasn't enough. So a few governments made the brilliant decision to forego all of those restrictions and just let everybody look out for themselves. Something called social Darwinism, I believe. Wait, what? Why would they want to do that? Beats me, but somehow the plan worked. Sure, we ended up losing about four-fifths of the world's population, but those who survived not only managed to beat the disease, they ended up developing antibodies, or getting sweet robotic augmentations like me that kept us safe from an even deadlier plague that came some 20 years later. And what about those who died? All I can remember is that many of the infected were gathered up or sent to remote parts of the world and were gassed or set on fire or blown up or something. That's insane! Well, maybe. But due to the lower population, poverty and hunger went down and employment and social status skyrocketed. So I guess everything worked out for everyone. Except for the people who died! Uh, yeah, well, that's their loss. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got a job to go to. As the citizen of the future leaves, Millie is shocked and appalled. Utopia my ass! <laughs> Where's the next portal? I gotta get the hell out of the shithole! He is hit by a futuristic car. There you are! I think I'll be taking that. Then back now! An ancient one-quarter devil steps out of the car and enters the van. He drives away, leaving Millie to die in the street of an idyllic futuristic society. This has been Postal Roach's presentation of Emperor Pigs Presents Epilogue, written by Vincent Fabry. Featured in the cast were Vincent Fabry as Millie, and Persephone Rose as the narrator and the citizen of the future. Music in the introduction by Bobby Cole. Emperor Pigs presents theme by Megan Rose Scott. Our sound engineer was Persephone Rose. Production copyright 2020 by Postal Roach. Visit us on the web at emperorpigs.com. Be sure to leave a review for our show at podchaser.com emperorpigs and we might respond to it right here on the feed. Here's a five-star review from Raj Jawa. I'm a newcomer to Emperor Pigs, but I've enjoyed the experience and even had a bit part on an episode. I'm looking forward to more and looking forward to maybe being on again in the future. Raj, we're glad you're having as much fun as we are. We enjoyed having you on the show and look forward to hearing more from you. And don't forget, if you'd like early access to episodes or other surprises, be sure to show Emperor Pig some love at patreon.com slash postalroach. Postal Roach Audio presents... Here follows the account of Phoenix Castilla. Passed down to you by Hector, son of Sigmund Faustus of the Order of the Ten Heavens. They are conquered by belligerents from Empire of Liberty. Key operative, Violetta Kalashnikov. Dear Dad, get this! 
We ran into Grout and Cassandra again. File 81590. Alvarez, Dexter Tiberius. Do you know why you're here, Yamato Watanabe? Hyperion today, July 4th, 1189, 10th Age of Ion. Voices by Paul Hikari.